evening, everyone. Welcome to R.A.W.F. Tropical Aggression, live here from Cancun, Mexico, our annual summer fiesta. And uh, happy to bring to you our R.A.W.F. Tropical Aggression. Let me bring on my co-host in his, in his home country. He is the one and only. Ladies and gentlemen, El Vacant joining me this evening. Good evening, El Vacant. Ah, como esta, mi amigo. Wow. Incredible. It's an incredible turnout here at the stadium, ladies and gentlemen, in Cancun, Mexico. It has been a, a hell of a week. Uh, had a lot of fun here in Cancun, to be sure. Uh, and I'll talk talk more about that in a little bit. But uh, So, El Vacant, how does it feel yeah. being, here, being here in Cancun, getting ready to take on Juan and the Lucha Libre uh, matchup tonight. I tell you, look, it's been a long time since I've uh, graced the ring here in Mexico, and uh, the fans all over the place every time they run into me, they, you know, they've been, been very, very, uh, how you say, uh, uh, appreciative. Uh, you know, they, they look it up to me and saying, "Oh yeah, Vega, you're going to beat up Juan. It's beautiful." You know, so I, look, it's, I, it's very exciting. It's been a while since I, I, I've, I've done this. You know, here in, in, as I said, in Mexico, you know, and, and it's, it's different. It's a different feeling when you're in, when you're home, uh, and and you have such a such a such a big match. So this ought to be uh, this ought to be great, actually. Should be a lot of fun for you and I, for I, the rest I, I of. I did mean to ask, did you did you put in the the, the extra strength like heavy duty ropes? Because you know, I'm a, I'm a big guy. I I did I did I made sure everything was was no, prepared I, for if you. If I tried to do any of my you know any of my my world famous lucha moves on a normal rope, there's a non-zero chance it just you know snap, like you know, like your dead ends. Okay, well, yeah, absolutely. So um, it has been, and I tell you what, I did a lot of scuba dive. I did some scuba diving a couple of days ago. Checked out the underwater museum. Have you ever seen that? The under all the oh, sculptures see, see, see. they have underneath. Oh my gosh, beautiful! And then of course there's also, and then of course Cancun, home to the second largest, uh, second largest uh, uh, barrier reef here in in the in the world, next to the Great Barrier reef in australia and it is gorgeous as well let me tell you so yeah i had a lot of fun got some relaxed time in and i'm ready to kick some ass myself tonight definitely going to be kicking some uh teflon chic butt later uh look look i i I bought myself a front row seat just so i could come watch that it should be fun and of course the immortal griffith serving a special guest referee uh, and of course, I'm sure he'll be impartial right down the middle, uh, calling that match because you know he has no no beef with me or or the Teflon Sheik. Never, right? No, no, he's a very fair no. guy. He, he's gonna, yeah. Why? 
<laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. So you and I both preparing for huge matches tonight, uh, but there are uh, everybody in RAWF preparing for big matches tonight. Let's talk about some of them now. Uh, Iceman King Parsons to take on the Paragon of Greatness. Uh, that one, ha- that one, you know, stems from IKP attacking Paragon. Uh, and apparently he was hired to do so, and there's suspicions on a certain, a certain person uh, on who hired him to do that, but, which seemed out of character for that person. So I'm not going to say who it was until I- any proof comes out. Uh, but uh, Iceman King Parsons will take on the Paragon of Greatness uh, in one of the early matches. Brunette Strangler to take on Androge Divis, uh, R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer, two of top, top ladies here in R.A.W.F. Uh, Aaron McFadden with a million coin challenge. He laid that out there, said he'll put up a million coins to anyone who faces him at Tropical Aggression. Brunette Strangler was the first one to accept. So that it, uh, Aaron McFadden, this could be, this is actually a big match for McFadden, not just because of the coinage, uh, not just because of the cash, um, but it's his first time really calling anybody out. He's been in REWF a little while. He self, he admittedly says, you know, he, he, he was being lazy and not, taking R.A.W.S. serious enough until uh, a few weeks ago and uh, now a serious call out on a major pay-per-view to one of the top stars uh, in R.A.W.F. Million Coin Challenge. This is a huge match for Aaron McFadden, now, Reagan. Uh, see, see, and I'll be, I'm curious, you know, we've had other people in the past be like, oh, I wasn't serious until now and now I'm going to really do it. And then, you know, they kind of just crumble. So it would be kind of interesting to see if, like, you know, if, if he steps up, you know, if he really if he really, you know, shows that when he tries, he's a, he's a, he's a named threat, you know, it'd be curious. Absolutely. Uh, Rematch from Philadelphia Freedom, Redneck Avenger against Scythe, against Scythe, Uh, Nightcrawler to take on the Hawkster, an Electra Electra Hell cage cell match, Uh, basically an electrified steel cage with fire around it. So, uh, you know, ups the ante of a high voltage match. Uh, just a little bit, because not only can you get a, uh, get get electrified, you can get fried, literally. Why, did, uh, why don't we just cover it in razor wire while we're at it? I know, right? Wow, that's going to happen next month. Now. That'll be next. That'll be next, you know, and then maybe some TNT under the ring, you know. We just, yeah, somebody's going to come up with that very soon, I have a feeling. Eight-man tag team match. Anarchy taking on members of the newly formed TACT, T-A-C-T. Uh, that, that one for Anarchy, of course, been around in R.A.W.F. for a long time. Tax, TAC just formed. It would be a major victory for TAC to upset Anarchy, I think. It would make a major statement for TAC if they were to win this match, don't you think? Oh, see, yeah, I think very much so. I think that, uh, he would, uh, they are in T, I shouldn't say he, they, they would uh, they'd cement themselves pretty seriously uh, right out of the gate if they were able to win that. Yep. So, so quite a bit on the line. Tack wins that match. They make an early statement just a few couple weeks after since since forming I, up. I will say I find it interesting that somehow Anarchy has kind of become like the gatekeeper in RAWF. Like if you form a group to kind of prove that you're a group, you have to go fight Anarchy. Like that. I don't know why this has happened, but it, it has definitely happened. Well, you know, I have to I have to actually credit Nightcrawler for that. He seems to be the one that looks over uh at that. 
he he keeps his eyes open for anything that happens in REWF. He's pretty he's he, he's he's pretty attentive person, and so when he sees something happening, he likes to be at the center of it. He likes to be a part of it, or at least uh, have something to do with it. So uh, Nightcrawler usually the one saying, "Hey, Anarchy, let's do this. Let's do this." Uh, so credit Nightcrawler for that. I think uh, not that not that any of the other members of Anarchy aren't ready and willing. But Nightcrawler seems to have his pulse on what's going on in R.A.W.S., so credit to him uh, on that. Um, so you're trying to say he likes to start trouble. I was trying to say it in a nice way, but yeah. Look, this is wrestling. That is a nice way. <laughs> All right. The That's how you get to take... start some trouble. There was a poll on which three of Mark Caliber's personas would face Beast tonight at at Tropical Aggression. The poll, the winner was Cactus Josh over the Joker and the Crow. Uh, so this is Yay. our first time as, this is our first time seeing Cactus Josh in action. Uh, we, we, we've seen, you know, of course, we know Mark Caliber very well. The Joker we've seen in action. Uh, what do you, what can you think we can expect from Cactus Josh against Fire? Against I think we can expect Fire. That's from what he said and what he's seen. That's it. That's what I think. That does sound plausible, no doubt about it. Uh, and, you know, it is going to be an interesting match when Beast takes on Cactus Josh. So, so take this with the grain of salt that I know I'm talking about Mark Caliber when I say this. But I'm thinking uh, Cactus Josh is a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. You think? I think... I think that could be said of just about any aspect of Mark Caliber at this point, considering see, what we've see, seen. I'm talking relative to the rest. Really? You think he's more? He's you. You think Cactus Josh is more off the rails than the Joker? See. Hmm. Well, the Joker, you, there's I a get... direction. Like, I can understand where it's going. You know what I mean? Right. Like, oh, he's, the the the, the Josh. No, not so much with Josh. Josh is just sort of like a little, a little, little. Little ball of anarchy, right? And I don't mean like the group. I mean like the the concept of just you mm-hmm. know, a little ball of chaos, running around, bouncing around, figuring out what it can damage next. All right, the Church of Satan match. It's taking place at a, an abandoned church just outside of Cancun, here out in the middle of nowhere. It is a rematch between Judgment and Uncle Frank. And you know, considering everything we've seen and heard from Judge. Over the last few weeks and knowing what we know About Uncle Frank and what he did to Judge at Philadelphia Freedom in their House of Horrors match Actually kidnapping him at one Point uh, what can we Expect do you think out of Judge tonight We know what to expect out of Uncle Frank Because he's just relentless uh, But Judgment I mean This one's tough call because I've never Because this is a Judgment we are Not used to seeing I mean, normally I'd say he'd go in, make some weird puns, use incorrect words, but that's, I don't know. I, you're right. This is not the judgment we're used to. Um, you know, and, and look, uh, you know, we, we, we kind of treat judgment like, oh, he's, you know, he's like the, the jester of R.A.W.F., you know, because he's always being a little silly, a little wacky. But, you know, he, he's one, you know, he's one of the most decorated wrestlers in the history of the company. Uh, you know, I've done, I've been doing a little research lately. and he, He's up there. Uh, he's had 27 titles in his time in the company. Did you know that? Yes, I mean he is he is highly decorated. There's no we have, 
Judgment Judgment is Mr. R.A.W.F. And there's a reason for that. It's not just because he it's self-proclaimed. He actually has the has the record and the the trophy case to uh, back it up in some in some respects. Uh, former world champion, as a matter of fact, is Judgment. So yeah, I, I, it doesn't surprise me that he has 27 title reigns here in R.A.W.F. Uh, so this is this is a guy that you know you overlook him and you 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 might find yourself looking at light. See, very true. And of course, Judgment and Uncle Frank both are AWF Hall of Famers, former world champions. But I don't think either of those things matter uh, in this kind of match where anything goes in this abandoned church. Uh, we will see what happens between Judgment and Uncle Frank. All right, let's. Uh, some early early rankings match results from Tropical Aggression are in. You got Kane the Governor defeating Magnificent Michael. Uh, you have the Goddess of Pain victorious in her first pay per view uh, here in RAWF against the Angel of Flex, uh, Angel of Death, whatever you want to call him. Uh, and uh, Tiggs defeated Jake Bagwell in their challenge match. So congratulations to her. Those are some early results here from Tropical Aggression. All right, let's get to the title matches because all of them still have you know, still ongoing, still in doubt. Uh, first of all, you have the Hatfield McCoy Championship, the Immortal Griffith defending against the Cougar. Now, Cougs had that title. She was the first ever uh, female to hold the title. Uh and, you know, she's looking now to be the first one to win it a second time. The Immortal Griffith is not one to back down from a challenge. He covets any gold that he holds, whether it be uh, Platinum Dragon, Men's Championship, or the Hatfield-McCoy Championship. Coog's facing an uphill battle, but does she have the, the tenacity to, to weather the storm of the Immortal Griffith? Uh, yeah, so we kind of talked about this a little last night. I mean... I, I suspect we will see a, a, a much more focused and uh, determined uh, Cougar uh, at, uh, tonight than we, we saw last last month. I do. I I, I, I don't. I mean, I, she hasn't really spoken about it much, at least not to me or in my presence. Uh, but I'm sure she is not satisfied with her performance uh, last month, and and I'm sure she's going into that ring with something to prove. Agreed. <clears throat> Should be a good match. There was one other special tag team match, uh, not non-title that I forgot to mention. The team, uh, two husband and wife teams, uh, challenged each other to a tag team match. Is Big F and Hitman and the Goddess of Pain facing uh, Bony Jiggles, one of your favorite names, and uh, and, and, and Mrs. Bony Jiggles, if you will. So uh, that one should be a no, good, sorry. good mixed tag team match. There, two husband and wife teams. Uh, battling it out for bragging rights. All right, back to the title matches. Claymore defend one of his four title matches that he's participating in tonight. Claymore uh, defending the Supreme Fighter Championship against Wolfie, who won the la- who won last month's thirty-two to one challenge. Wolfie's not a name we normally talk about, uh, which is which is a good thing. Uh, but Claymore is definitely a name we talk about quite often. And we'll be talking about here a lot in the next few minutes. The, considering Claymore ha, does have four big matches, he's, got, he's in the Supreme Fighter. He's challenging for the White Lightning and the tag teams, and defending the multimedia. 
does Wolfie have a chance to maybe slide in there and steal some gold out from under Claymore? Uh, yes. I'm going to go with yes. Um, so, again, you know, we kind of talked a little bit about this before, but, uh, you know, Wolfie is a bit of a, an unknown. Um, you know, I don't, this is the, I, as far as I know, this is the first uh, titled shot he's had in the company. Um, I don't recall seeing any others. Um, and, you know, he's, he, he's fought some pretty big names and done, you know, well for himself. Um, so, you know, clearly he has skills. Um, so, and, and Claymore, like you said, I, I mean, how much can he have really trained, uh, for, for Wolfie, uh, you know, like everyone else he's facing, he's faced before, you know, he's, these are people he, he knows he doesn't have to, uh, there, 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 there's no guesswork, you know, um, mm-hmm. with, with Wolfie, I don't think that's true. And I, I mean, and quite frankly, of all the matches, I suspect this is the one that he will put the least attention to, if that makes sense. Agreed. Agreed. I think I think this could be a Wolfie. Wolfie may have caught the right person at the right time here at Tropical Aggression, taking on Claymore, whose head has to be in three other places at the same time uh, when it comes to these title matches. So maybe Wolfie gets himself some R.A.W.F. gold tonight, and we talk start talking about him a lot more. Uh, but we will find out. All right. So we've got that champion's choice championship match one that a lot of people looking much forward to not so much because we think it's going to be competitive because we want to see uh well we want to see lady vex diablo dressed as a mermaid let's be honest just just let's be honest she can only use a limited amount of her arsenal against killer killer can use whatever he wants whatever he has at handy uh but she'll be dressed as a mermaid unable to use her legs in any way shape or form which will Tremendously hinder any offense she can give to Killa. Uh, does, I mean, Killa Neptune should, I think, walk away still champion's choice championship champion despite Vex's despite Vex's bravado. Don't you think? Uh, yeah, I would think. I I will be genuinely stunned if she manages to somehow win while wearing a tail. Chelsea. All right. Uh, Uber Vegan TPO to defend the White Lightning Championship against former champion Claymore. Now, Claymore lost the title last month, but it was in a triple threat match. Uh, Chris Cage and TPO. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. I believe it was Chris Cage that lost the title. Either way, Claymore is a former White Lightning Championship. He won, champion. He won the High Voltage Invitational. Uh, TPO won it in a triple threat match, first ever person to do that. But he's now he's only got one opponent to face, and that being Claymore. Uh, who do you like? Who do you like in this matchup? You know, I'm not. I'm not really sure. Um, I think Claymore really likes this particular title. I think. Of all the matches he has tonight, for some reason, I, I suspect this is the one he will put his most effort into. Um, and that being said, when Claymore, Claymore actually pays attention and, and puts in the effort and, and you know, comes comes with his A game, he's hard to beat. Like, I, I mean, I hate to admit it, but, I, I, you know, I, I have to, to be honest. Um, so, I, 
if if I'm right that this is the this is the match that he is most concentrated on, I I have to kind of go with him on this. All right, I I I don't I don't doubt that Claymore does covet the White Lightning Championship. That is one of his favorite titles. So I wouldn't be surprised were he to beat TPO, but TPO, uh, I wouldn't count him out either because he's he has one tough no, individual. Very TPO very is very skilled, very tough, which is kind of surprising when you know that he's a vegan. <laughs> Agreed. Tag team championship will be on the line. These and Tiggs, the team of hotness, they've been tag team champs for quite a while now. They do face a stiff test, though, when you talk about Teflon Sheik and Claymore as a team, swords and scimitars. Uh, as much as I, you know, definitely don't want to see uh, Terry win the tag team titles again. Uh, Teflon knows how to win tag team gold. He is former tag team champion with Luke. So, is what do you how what do you think about this tag team championship match? I I, I feel like it's a re, it's really sad that Claymore is going into this match handicapped like this. <laughs> uh, I, I I I I agree. I agree. Uh, you know, and, and anytime you have to be near Sheik, that's a handicap of some sort. But you know, they did work very well as a team here in this last season. Uh, and, you know, they were the only undefeated team in the last season. So it's kind of – it's not that they don't have chemistry. I don't know if he's necessarily going to be holding Claymore back. They know what they're doing. And I, and if I'm – you know, so I don't, I don't know. We will find out. But Hotness has been on a roll as far as tag team uh, title defenses. They've faced some really tough teams over the course of the last few months. We will see – if Hotness can continue their reign as tag team titles. Speaking of Tigress, though, she has to defend the Powerball Championship against the Hawks against the Hawkster Bully. Hawkster looking for his first major championship here in RAWF. Tigress winning the Powerball Championship last month uh, from Europa Muscles. And of course, there's always that quarter mil of coins on the line when the Powerball title is defended. Who do you like, El Vacant, when you say? Tigress versus the Hawkster. Hmm. I mean, I'm pretty fond of Tigress. Um, I mean, like, but I don't think that's what you're asking me. Um, but uh, uh, for the match, uh, you know, I, I think I'm going to go with Hawkster on this. Okay. I mean, it, it it should be a good match, and I know these two don't like each other very much. That much they don't. Apparent. They really, really don't. So it, it, I, I have a feeling Tigress will not be uh, very happy were she to drop the Powerball title to the Hawkster. But Certainly he not. And, and look, I don't think I mean – I'm not sitting there saying, like, oh, this is Hawkster's back 100%. Like, I think it's going to be a good tight match, I think. But you know, you know how lately I, I've been kind of saying I get these feelings, and sometimes I feel like somebody is due. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've, I've mentioned it a few times. And, but you'll notice every time I've said that, that person has then won. Every time. Yeah, just about. Just about. And, and, and I, I, I kind of feel Hawkster's do. I kind of agree. He has been he has been in the spotlight many times uh, and been unsuccessful in wrestling gold away from title holders. But uh, this could be his night. Another guy who's night and looking for his first RAWF championship is Big F and a Hitman when he challenges Claymore for the Multimedia Championship. 
Now, Claymore, of course, as we know, won the title one, and I put that in quotes. Uh, the title has been champion before. Big Evan has been nope. champion before. I do not believe so. Did not I, didn't, maybe, didn't, didn't didn't he didn't he have hobo championship? No. He never had the hobo championship. Who am I thinking of? Oh big that was Big Greg. You're talking Big Greg. Yes. It, it's two very large well, I mean they call themselves large. I mean they come up to Big my Greg chin, but you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, big big effing hasn't been on on the on the sides of milk cartons like Big Greg. Uh, Fair uh, enough. Big F, <laughs> big effing has not held gold here in RAWF as of yet. It could be his night as well. He's kind of in the same boat as the Hawkster. Been in contention several times, been up there several times, but never quite enough to grab himself some gold. Claymore, as we know, won the championship from Sin last week on Superstars. And I say one. Sorry, and you, have to do that. you have to throw up the bunnies of sarcasm, as you say. Yep, the bunnies of sarcasm are 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 twitching right now, uh, because Sin, of course, is retired, has left RAWF, has left Terror Inc. Uh, after the loss to Claymore, he dropped the multimedia title to Claymore. Claymore now defends that title against Big F and Hitman. So I mean, funny you said that. You know, I, I noticed something last night. Did you notice in the in the, in the little interview that the the, the sheik put on? He mentioned that, but he he also mentioned that it sounds like Agent of Hate has left Terror Inc. I'm guessing that is true. Um, he is how he is, however, still under contract with RAWF as of pre, as of this moment. So uh, <laughs> it may just be it may just be that uh, I don't want to be with you guys anymore. I'm going to go off do my own thing here in REWF. So, uh, but sin is retiring completely from, uh, the business altogether. So the end from, from REWF and the Indies as well. Um, moving right along the unsettled Chris cage to defend the triple crown championship against Knox boogie and Tigress. Uh, this one is going to be good. You've got, you got the unsettled Chris Cage, who's been triple crown champion, knows how to win gold, and is is as unpredictable as they come. Knox Boogie, of course, of course, a recent inductee into the RAWF Hall of Fame, former world champion, former triple crown champion, uh, and then you throw Tigress, who as of late has been coming on very strong uh, and grabbing grabbing some gold here, tag team champion, Powerball champion. And now she looks to add the Triple Crown Championship to her resume. Who do you like when it comes to the uh, Chris Cage, Knox Boogie, or Tigress? I'm I'm torn on this one. I mean, I, like I've said, you know, I kind of I've been you know paying attention to uh, Chris Cage lately, and I think you know he's 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 actually quite good. You know, I mean, he's unstable certainly, but you know, he's very good in the ring, and and his. And he, he taps into his own unpredictableness. You know what I mean? Like, he uses it well to his advantage. Um, I just don't know if that's going to be enough against someone like Knox. You know what I mean? Knox was, Knox was world champion, right? I mean, this is, this is not mm-hmm. some run of this is This is a Hall of Famer, world, former world champion, multiple-time tag champion. Like, this is Knox Boogie. Smart money almost has to be on him in this match. I I tend to agree. I mean, Knox was has been Knox for a while was very quiet. Uh, you know, wasn't making much noise, wasn't doing much until uh, as the last couple months. He's oh, been, I found he's out. Been, I did some investigations. I found out what that was all about. Apparently, he had the world's longest ingrown toenail. It just wouldn't go away. 
Ooh, ouch. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it took a long time to heal, and, but apparently now it's been taken care of. And, you know, he can get his wrestling boot on correctly, and now he can wrestle properly again. Uh, oh, okay. Wow. That, that, breaking news from El Vacant. Injury report that I was not aware of. Uh, you'll have to I'll have, have to check into that because, you, you know, you're supposed to report all injuries to me. I'm supposed to know about that kind of stuff. Anyways, Midnight Hobo Championship. Luke Cage, the power player to defend against. I'll let you say it because I know you love to say his name. Beast. <laughs> that one. The, uh, yep, that one. That is Beast Anarchy's Beast to challenge Luke Cage for the Midnight Hobo Championship. Now, Beast has been a beast as far as rankings, matches, and in his overall win loss record since coming into RAWF. However, uh, he found himself, he, he's got, got a couple of titles here. He was ultimate gauntlet champion, hormonal champion, but he's never really held one of the big belts like the Midnight Hobo or the Fubar. Well, no, I'm saying that back. He's been Fubar City champion. That's probably the best he's, the, uh, that's probably the high. So with that being said, though, I'm sure he really uh, could. I think Luke Cage is in for a fight tonight when he takes on the Beast. Certainly, certainly. I think that's going to be a great fight. Um you know, I, uh, I just, if I had to bet, right, if I had to bet, I, I'd probably put my money on Luke. I mean, he's, 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 he's on the roll. He's, he's very, very strong, kind of crazy strong, really. Um, you know, and, uh, and he, he's, you know, he's, he's very smart in the ring. You know, you wouldn't think it because, you know, he relies a lot on big power moves, but he's, he's, he's actually pretty wily in the ring. So I, I would put my money there, but Beast is, uh, I mean, the, you know, I talk about how Chris Cage is like aptly named as unsettled, but I'm going to go with Beast is pretty aptly named too. I mean, you, you just watch him fight and he, it's very obvious. He just really loves to fight. Like, like I, I, sometimes I don't even think he cares whether he wins or not. He just cares that he got to hit people. I, I, I think that's pretty apt, uh, but it should be a really good match for that Midnight Hobo Championship tonight. Luke Cage of Turing taking on Beast, the Anarchy of Beast. Fubar City Championship. This one was going to be a good one, I have a feeling. Dees, who has been Fubar City Champion for quite a while now, several months, defends against a man who came in, who has come into R.A.W.F. and just after a couple months is making so much noise. Uh, setting the world on fire. He is Iceman King Parsons. This could be a major step considering the, the role Iceman's been on if he can upset these for that FUBAR City Championship, El Vacant. So, so last night, I picked these in that match, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was thinking about it. Like I was out, and I was at Senior Fogs with everybody, drinking and having a good time. And, you know, in the back of my head, it was kind of rolling around and rolling around. And I... I think I have to change my opinion. I, I think I think I have to go with IKB on this one. I mean, he, wow. He, I mean that that's 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 a, definitely a change of opinion because I know you're a big fan of B. And again, part of it's a gut feeling, but part of it's also you know kind of thinking about like watching who they've been fighting and who how they've been performing against those people. I I I think I think Senior Parsons has, has just had a tougher uh, gauntlet to go through of late and performed better with it. 
if that you know if, if that makes sense. I agree. I agree. I think this is going to be a really good match. Iceman King. I would not be surprised if Iceman King Parsons walked away with the Fubar City Championship, but I also won't be surprised if these is still Fubar City Champion, considering what he's how how well how well he how much he loves oh, fighting in he, the streets. Look, you you know how I feel about D. Like I will be very happy if he maintains the belt, right? I really enjoy him. I think he's a good Fubar City Champion. I think it's a really great fit for him, actually. Um, he's, he's entertaining, you know, and, and he shoots beers at me when I raise a hand up in the air. It's great. <laughs> yep. It will be a great match. And IKP out in the chat says it will be the match of the pay-per-view. We, we will see. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, estrogen championship. You know, everyone always says that, right? Like everyone always says like, we're going to steal the show. Our match is going to be the best. Like they always say it. It's, it's like, it's the guaranteed to be said. Oh, yeah, it is. But, I mean, don't you feel that way about the Lucha Libre match? Well, certainly, it's because it's a Lucha match. It is going to steal the show. It's a Lucha match in Mexico. Thank you. Estrogen Championship on the line. Europa Muscles to defend against Cassie Joe. Europa's been a really strong Estrogen Champion as of late, uh, holding the title for several months since defeating uh, Cougar Ford at Immortal. She now turns and faces a grizzled veteran and a, and Cassie Joe. Cassie has been Cassie was quiet there for a while, but she's been making some noise. She's getting been getting strong. Who do you like in this match between uh, the scur uh, the scourge of the seven seas and Cassie Joe? Huh. I I I I think Europa is probably gonna gonna win the match, probably. Like that's that is my gut feeling right now. Is that I'm leaning, I'm leaning that way. I think it's going to be a good match. I think it's, I think of all the matches you talked about, I think like if I had to say what is going to be the tightest match, it, that is it. All right. That, wait, that didn't sound right. That one is going to be a good one for the Estrogen Championship, Men's Championship, two RAWF stalwarts. You have the immortal one, the most decorated champion in R.A.W.F. history, taking on Mr. R.A.W.F. himself. Griff, of course, chose Judge among all of the among all the participants of the Arsenal of the Month tournament to be his challenger. Uh, but here, here's the thing: I, I think I think considering Judge the way Judge has been as of late, as we said, is a definitely a different Judge. It, did Griff may possibly bite off more than he chew? I mean, he may know Judge pretty well, but he may not know the judge that we've been having to deal with as of late. What do you think about this match? I, I mean, while you're probably correct, I also expect the ego man doesn't care. <clears throat> I mean, That's, well, look, look at it this way. Like, one thing I'll point out. So, you know, he has these run, and this is certainly not his first run with the men's championship, right? I mean, he's had it a couple times, and every time he gets it, he holds it for a long time. So he's, he is used going into the ring last minute to defend that particular belt, right? Because it's very rare that he knows who he's going to be facing more than a day or two before the tournament, before the, sorry, before the, the pay-per-view, see? True. So, you know, I, I, it's not like he's preparing for judgment. He's not preparing for, you know, Bob. He's not preparing for you. Like, he's he's just preparing to fight. So I don't, mm. I don't, like, on some level, I don't think in that match, he cares because he wasn't preparing for anyone in particular. Oh, that makes sense. 
That makes sense. And and that being being said, that means you know he might be even a little bit more prepared than normal facing judgment because he knows judgment so well. Did that make sense? Did I just blow your mind? I mean, it's, it is completely feasible that you know when he when he because you know he got to choose this one. You know, I'm sure he knew, you know, who is you know who he was looking at, like last week, right? I mean, I'm sure he had an idea. So, you know, and if 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 what he said on there is accurate, uh, judgment only pushed himself over the edge right towards the end. But you know, but he had you know he knew that he was in contention for at least a week. So, I mean, who knows? It's possible, and, and again, you're right. I mean, they've, 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 hell, they, they were tag team champions together at one point. I mean, they, they know each other pretty well. So if he, if he goes into this match expecting the same person he used to tag with, he, he might be caught on the ways. Very true. Should be a good one. The Immortal Griffith takes on Judgment. Judgment is a multi-time men's champion. It's one of the titles that he actually favors here in RAWF. So we will see. It should be a good match. Hobo Ezekiel to defend the national championship against the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable, the Great Red Dragon. Now, you know, give kudos, give all the kudos you can to the Great Red Dragon. He has been over the course of the better part of almost two years now, been near the top of the rankings every single period in contention for the major belts. Uh, really, all we have to show for it is one midnight hobo championship and a superstars championship. This would be a major notch in the great red dragon's belt. Uh, if he were to defeat hobo Ezekiel, but hobo, we don't know what he's going to do. We really don't. We know, we don't know from day to day what his react. He's destroyed RAWF equipment here as a recent, uh, just, just because he can't, just because he wanted to, just because he felt like it. Uh, he's been, he's very moody. He's very, can, has been at times very vicious. Who do you like in this ti- in this title matchup? I mean, I don't like either. I mean, no, I'm kidding. Um, no. Um, hmm. So here's the thing. I I think uh, pure purely technically speaking, uh, Dragon is a superior wrestler, right? Like 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 if if this were if this if there's a way to enforce that this was nothing but the wrestling match, it would probably go to Dragon. Um, unfortunately, you see the way the rules in professional wrestling work. Um, they're allowed to punch you in the face and. Um, that's something that 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 uh, Hobo is really good at is you know punching people in the face. He's 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 a very angry man. Should be a good one when Hobo Ezekiel takes on the Great Red Dragon for the national championship, and then of course the Platinum Dragon Championship. Uh, Mithras defending against the Paragon of Greatness for the second pay per view in a row. Uh, it's technically really facing. Uh, in three of the last uh, two, in three of the last four pay-per-views, uh, with that Platinum Dragon Championship on the line, these two are getting to know each other quite well. It's almost uh, not quite the the Paragon Griff uh, series uh, that we have. I mean, but it's getting there. It, it certainly is getting there. Uh, Platinum Dragon Championship on the line. Who do you like when it comes between Mithras and Paragon? I suspect it will stay with Mithras, but I would not be stunned 
if Paragon walked out with the belt, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think... I think here, I think champion's advantage is going to play out here, and I think that's how close the fight's going to be. I tend to agree. Two of RAWF's greatest competitors is Mithras and Paragon. This for the platinum. I mean, but no, be clear. For all we know, one of them is going to go to walk into the ring and trip on the bottom rope and break his own face, like in the opening match, and that and, and never really recover. You, you never know what's going to happen in the RAWF. That kind of that kind of started out. That's the way it started out for Paragon last month at Philadelphia Freedom when he faced Mithras. As he said last night, the key to this possibly beating Mithras, you cannot do something like that and expect to beat the title machine. So we will see what happens when Mithras and Paragon square off for the second consecutive pay-per-view for the Platinum Dragon Championship. And then, of course, Mithras, also a rematch for the World Heavyweight Championships from Philadelphia Freedom. Mithras defending against Terroring Zone Maeve O'Hare. Maeve, you know, she's only been in the business now for a little over a year, uh, about 13 months or so. Uh, but she's she's definitely proven that she's gotten this, the hang of things here in recent months. The only thing she, the only thing, the only stumbling block I've seen uh, for Maeve was her loss to Mithras at Philadelphia Freedom. Can she get right the? Can she right the ship and grab that World Heavyweight Championship? Uh, in, in, in near record time as far as careers go. If she manages to win this quickly, it puts her, I mean, I can only think of three, maybe four people who have, who have done that that quickly. I, that's it. I mean, I can't really think of, in fact, actually, I'm pretty sure I can only think of three. Yeah, it, it's, it definitely would be, it would definitely be a tremendous Tremendous accomplishment in just little over a year of being in the business. If Maeve were to win the the biggest, the greatest singles title in all of Unstoppable, uh, definitely would put her put her name in put her name up there with the greats if she can do it that quickly. So, but as we all know from history, Mithras doesn't let titles go. Uh, very easily. Yeah, after, it after takes... this, I think we start calling him Mithras two times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just got the, you know, he's on repeat mode this this month. Yeah, he is. He definitely is. We will find out what happens when those two face off for the second consecutive pay per view. So that is your tropical aggression uh, preview slash review, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's talk to a few of the competitors now. The first guest. Uh, is 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 I I think she, I'm hoping she's in costume to be honest with you because she has to wear a very special costume for her championship match tonight when she faces off against Killa Neptune for the Champions Choice Championship. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the one and only. i 
ladies and gentlemen, she is Lady Vex Diablo of the Sea, apparently. Uh, Vex, good evening. Good evening, LA. How are you? Uh, how are I'm I'm good. I'm good. I, so tell us tell us about the outfit first of all. We wanna we wanna hear all how you how did you acquire it? How much you know and and how is it uncomfortable? Is it comfortable? Uh, tell us tell us about the outfit. Well, you see all these gloriously red and black scales. They're actually Swarovski crystals. Um, REWF Costumes said it wouldn't be a problem at all to make me this gorgeous tail like I asked for. They're wonderfully sharp um, and fantastically expensive. There's, I, I think they said 25000 but that's got to be wrong. There's got to be at least 35000 here. Um <coughs> Excuse me. You okay? Yep, you, fine. You thanks. need to get a water? I'm good. Good? Okay. Yep. And um, and then, of course, the, the mashing clamshell. You know, I'm pretty sure they hand-embroidered this. They had to have gotten somebody French to do it because I've never seen a stitch like this. And, man, I'll be damned if they didn't get smaller and smaller crystals. You know, to cut a crystal that small so that it fits through the material like this, I mean, they did amazing. You have some fantastic people here, LA. Why don't you pay them more? Because apparently I'm paying a lot more for apparel than I thought. Um, that's it's a very it's a very alluring outfit to say the least. Uh, how comfortable is it, and how uh, how effective do you think you can be? in the ring against Killa, it, having to wear that, that contraption. You know, I can be very effective against Killa because I have the one thing that distracts him the most. I can talk. <laughs> Everyone knows that Killa gets distracted when I start to talk. So, you know, all I got to do is keep him on his toes, keep him thinking, and, uh Yeah. I think it's going to be pretty good. The The material is, is actually kind of stretchy, but um, tight. It's it's better than yoga. Oh, like pants, everything really. you wear? <laughs> Vacant's been watching. <laughs> you know, it's some, um, it, it's, it, I've heard about this. Okay. It's, it's some kind of, I don't know, somewhere in the East. They've got these new silkworms, and the worm silk actually is stretchy, but never loses its stretch. It goes back to where it is after you stretch it. Now, that stuff, I've heard that. Hmm. Yeah. Quite, 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 quite. Oh, I think I'm going to be fantastic in this match. Or should I say fantastic? No, 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 um, no. No, no, no. We are not doing that. No, 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 no. The puns. We, we. I, I am all punned out. Ask, wait, are you, after. Look, it's not like she did it on purpose. Oh God. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I have no no idea what you're talking about over there, vacant. Um, I've done net things. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. 
Well, next let's talk about your other match because technically a Champions Choice Championship match cannot be a rankings match. You actually have a, a match that counts for the rankings tonight taking on Mega Leopardus. Any thoughts on facing Mega on Megs? Um, I've actually just faced her not that long ago. Um, it was an entertaining match, not overly chatty, um, and uh, was not a hard pin at all. So um, all I have to do is go grab the tape from that and probably hit replay. Feel good about it. Feel good about my about you know my matches so far. Um, waiting for waiting for a few things, and I think everything is going to be fantastic. Just a real cod of a time. And, you know, I plan on schooling a few people on really how you handle someone like Phil Nexus. Excuse me a second. Careful. Listen, what have I told you about Excedrin poisoning? We've had this conversation. October is coming. Excedrin poisoning. I really think they just get a bad batch that month. It's so weird. Just one of those things. I don't know. And... But, yeah, um, and then I've got um, some things that I'm working on, some fantastic art that I'm working on that I really think is just going to make this entire pay-per-view pop like a bubble. Lots of bubbles. Lots of popping. Okay. Vex, good luck tonight against Killer Neptune. This should be it should be, if nothing else, an extremely entertaining match. Thank you much, LA. Ah, <sighs> yeah, I'm all punned out. Okay. I just, yeah, I'm all right. Uh, I may need some help. I mean, help. Mm. Okay. May, moving right along, if we can. Ladies yeah, you're going to go to Our next guest, ladies and gentlemen, is challenging for the World Heavyweight Championship tonight for the second consecutive pay-per-view. It is, she is Tara Inc.'s own. She is the one and only. to Cancun, the lovely Maeve O'Hare. Maeve, good evening. Good evening, Wolfman. Good evening, Vacant. Hola. ¿Cómo está? I'm, I'm doing all right, except it's ungodly hot here. How do people no. live like this? No, it's not that. It's actually not that hot at all. I mean, it's humid. It's very humid. It's like 90% humidity today. What? It's well, 30 I mean, degrees out there. 
I mean, I looked, it was like eighty-seven. I mean, have you been have you been uh, out on uh, the beach, Maeve? Have you been uh, been over to the beach? You know the sand does here. Does she look like she caught on fire? What? Does she look <laughs> like she caught on fire? No, she doesn't. Well, you know the be- you you know this, oh, vacant. The sands here in Cancun on the St. Cancun beaches they're they're made they're made of coral, you know, crushed coral, and so they're very cool to the person's feet when you walk on them. The sands here in Cancun do not get hot at all. Uh, it's actually oh, that's true. Uh, ain't my feet we're worried about lot. Have you seen me? What what about what 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 do you mean, man? I've seen if you. If she goes in direct sunlight, she'll catch on fire. I Look did go her. to the beach earlier. Plus I had if I hold her up to a book, I can still read the book. <laughs> what are you saying? I ain't thick enough for you, lad. No, I'm just saying you're very pale. <laughs> I, I did go out on the beach earlier, but I had on the big hats and the sundress and I think it were SPF 300. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I did I did go out on the beach for about five minutes, and then I wished I were dead. So I went back inside and sat in the air conditioning like a sane person. You know, if you had gone in the water, that probably would have helped. The water is very nice. And I suppose the last thing you'd want going into this match with Mithras is to be uh, o- overcooked, if you will. Uh, so we definitely wouldn't want that. God knows What's he that? hurt me enough last time without giving him a big bright red target to aim for. <laughs> True enough. You, have a point. you do have you you do have a point. There's no doubt about it. So Maeve, the big night is here. It's your second opportunity. So it's not it's not the first time, but it is still a big match. Still the biggest match of your career. Uh, what are your thoughts? What's what's going on in that head? How nervous are you? I, I don't know if nervous is the right word, lad. Um, apprehensive, perhaps. I mean, I know what I'm getting into this time. I know just how hard that match is going to be. I know just how hard he can hit. I know just how fast he can move for someone so big. It's unnatural. Again, no offense, Bacon. Um... So I, I know what to anticipate, which makes it both better and worse if you if you follow my meaning. Um, but no, I don't I don't think I'd use the word nervous. Respectful, maybe. No, no, no. Wait, that's that's taken. I'm not trying to step on toes here. Um, I appreciate what I'm getting myself into. I'll put it that way. And you should. After going through it last month at Philadelphia Freedom, uh, you 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 now have at least a familiarity with the situation. Uh, maybe it gives you an advantage. Maybe it doesn't. But Mithras, as we know, as as we've all said many times, a tough one to crack when he has a title. He's not called the title machine for nothing. Uh, that being I mean, said, you know. I- I suppose it's I suppose it's an honor to get sacrificed on an altar, whatever it were he were talking about with Miss whatever that word were that he were <laughs> talking about last month. People complain about Gaelic, but I can't wrap my mouth around that one. Um, <laughs> them temples, what he were talking about, cult of Mithras and all that. 
Right. I, I, but with that being said, Maeve, it should be, I mean, good luck to you tonight because it is definitely, it would definitely be a huge win uh, to see you as the World Heavyweight Champion tonight. So good luck to you. Well, thank you, man. Vacant. Are we still on for that tour you promised me? Oh, absolutely. That, yeah. All I'm right. looking forward to it, lad. Just keep her out of the sun, apparently, I'll make it. Maybe <laughs> take her around it. Maybe take her around it. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm much, much on it. What did you what? say, Maeve? Wait, wait, what? Okay. Oh. I, I said I'm much more fun at night. Oh. <clears throat> right, yo. Okay. Uh, so, good night, everybody. Da, da, da. <laughs> All right. Ah. <sighs> <sighs> Maeve, good luck tonight. We will find out here soon whether you are the next World I Wait champion. It'd be Thank you both, man. All right. Next up, Mr. R.A.W.F. is here. Two big matches for him tonight. One of them happening just outside of town here in Cancun in an abandoned church. The other one uh, here in the, at the stadium and, and a, for a title that he covets against a man he knows very well. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Judgment is here. Good evening, Judge. Good evening, El Nacho Taco Grande Bell. Uh, hola, Judgment. I, yeah, I, I got nothing. <laughs> so, Judge, we found out last night at the last minute that you would be the challenger for the Immortal Griffiths Men's Championship. Talk to me about the Men's Championship. And what it means to you, and what it means to you, what it means to have held it as many times as you have. Well, like you said earlier, men's title is the title that is made for me here in RAWF, and it's fitting that Griff was the one who who chose me to to go against him because the, the rest of them had had no opportunity when I got involved in it. Um, it was it, it was meant to happen. Uh, the men's title is the title that I do covet it, and I do expect to win tonight. Uh, Griffith's been a good champion. He's been a great person to to uh, to hold the title. He's he's carried the title well. 
I'm proud for him doing that. But now it's time for it's time for Griffith to, to step to the side, and uh, I'm going to end up taking the title away from him tonight. Right after I get through beating up Frank as well. Yeah, let's talk about that now. It is a Church of Satan match. The church is just outside of town here in Cancun. Uh, it's kind of out. <clears throat> There's nothing around it, though. Uh, it's, it's kind of been abandoned for many years. Uh, and I've, I got a look at this on a drive-by earlier today, and it looks real. It it looks like it could fall over at any minute, Judge. So, it, the truth, I'm. I'm I mean, this could be a career-ending match depending on what you two do. And I know it's anything goes. You can use whatever you want, do it whatever you want in this match. And you know, it's it's almost I I almost un- didn't decided not to sanction it and make it an unsanctioned match. That's how bad this is. I'm worried about it. I'm kind of wishing I did uh, for the sake of both of you, even though you know, despite your natures. Judge, are you sure you want to go through with this? Because I can can I can cancel this match right now. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not going to cancel this match. This match is what this match is what Frank decided he wanted. This is what Frank did. Frank brought this onto himself by kidnapping me and taking me to this godforsaken circus of a church that he took me to, and they performed ungodly things and tasks on me. And, yeah, so Frank Frank put himself into this. So what's what's going to happen is it's all going to be on Frank. So Paragon, I apologize to you and the sisterhood at what is going to happen to Frank tonight because Frank does not know what I have in store for him. Frank has only seen a part of Judge that has darkened. Frank has never seen the darkest, darkest part of Judge, and that's what I've got tonight in store for him. I have got something so, so evil, so sinister, so ooh, 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 ooh. it's gonna be. Let's just say Frank's gonna be a different person after tonight. Mm. Very different person. This and then I will return like- back to the arena. And I would take it out. Then I would finish my my night by beating Griffith, becoming the men's champion again. And then I'm going to celebrate here in Mexico. All right. Well, Judge, good luck to you in both matches. Um, And good luck to you uh, in your match as well, Amadeus. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Much as I hate to see you being bald, I'm just... Mm -hmm. Sitting here thinking to myself, that's going to be a pretty cool look for you. Thank you, Judge. Ladies and gentlemen, his judgment, two big matches for him tonight. We will see what happens uh, with for him when he takes on Uncle Frank in the Church of Satan match and the Immortal Griffith in, for the Men's Championship. Our next guest is challenging for the Fubar City Championship, taking on D's. He is the one and only.
Ladies and gentlemen, the Iceman King Parsons is here. Iceman, good evening. Hey, how's it going? Iceman, tonight, your opportunity for your first major RAWF championship when you face off against Bees for the FUBAR City Championship in the streets of Cancun. Uh, Talk to me me about how excited you are right now about facing Bees. Uh, Dez, he's so cool, isn't he? I know, Vacant, you're a fan, right? Oh, see, see, see. Yeah, he's so cool, but he's so foolish. He's foolish walking in this match. So, it'll be fun, though. I'm excited. I mean, well, I will point I mean, out, be know, good. I, I am a fan, but I, I did pick you. I know. I saw. I heard. I I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It's about time people around here wised up. So, Iceman, let's talk about the match against the Paragon of Greatness. That was a, a one-on-one match that uh, scheduled for tonight. It, it's a kind of a he wants to get payback for you attacking him for wh- for whoever you were hired by. Uh, so, talk to me about facing off against the Paragon of Greatness tonight as well, uh, and then having to go face D's in Fubar City. Well, you know, I mean, with Paragon, if you really think about it, you know, he's the Paragon of Greatness. How great was he when he was left laying in the middle of the ring a few weeks ago? He was done. I could have done anything I wanted to. I could have finished him right there. But I didn't, because all I wanted to do was plant a little fear. You know, if you plant grass, grass will grow. If you plant rice, rice will grow. And if you plant fear, fear will grow. And if he's got a little fear in his heart, then he has a little doubt. And if he has a little doubt, that's when I'll capitalize and I'll take him out for the one, two, three. So he can bring what he wants. It'll, it'll be irrelevant. Iceman, it's been it's been a definitely a very eventful REWF career for you thus far. Uh, you know, fighting your protege Luke Cage for a couple of months, then turning around and starting to team with him. How's that going? Teaming? How is the Ebony experience doing? Didn't didn't quite make it this time, but how? What can we expect from the Ebony experience going forward? Yeah, well, you know, with any new tag team, you're going to have to work out the kinks, and you're going to have to you know get used to some. You know, getting used to your teamwork again. So, yeah, the first season, first little round there, we were just working through, you know, working through some things. And, and I think this next time you'll see a much better, a much better Ebony experience. Um, but you know, we're we're just gonna we're taking it slow and steady. This isn't a sprint. This is a marathon. So, you know, we may not get we didn't get there this time. We may not get there next time, but. At some point, you'll see the Ebony experience with the gold. We'll have gold. All right. Well, Iceman, any final words for either D's or Paragon? Actually, I've got some for both of them. So, fellas, just think about this. And, and, and L.A., I apologize. Just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water, there's the shark, and the shark is hungry. And that shark's name is the Iceman King Parsons. And he's going to take what he wants. 
that tropical aggression here in just a few hours. And that's not bragging, fellas, because I can back it up. Ladies and gentlemen, he's cocky, but he is the Iceman King Parsons. He could be your next Fubar City champion. We will find out tonight at Tropical Aggression. Thank you, Iceman. Good luck to you. Thank you, sir. Now back to some cold margaritas and hot senoritas. See you later. Oh, sounds good. I, I, I got to ask, why, how come he's allowed to bring up the shark and he doesn't get in trouble? I bring it up and I get letters of cease and desist. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, the reigning men's champion, men's and Hatfield McCoy champion. He is the one and only. I am immortal. immortal. Do I look like I care what you think? Do I look like I give a shit what you think? Ladies and gentlemen, he is the immortal Griffith. Good evening, Griffith. Welcome to Mexico. Uh, good evening, sir. Good, good evening. Two big matches for you tonight. Hatfield and McCoy title on the line when you defend against the former champion, the first lady of anarchy, fellow Hall of Famer, the Cougar. And then defending the men's champion against also a fellow Hall of Famer, a former multi-time men's champion, uh, someone you know very, very well, have known for a while, he is Judgment. So where do you want to start with this one? <sighs> where to start? Well, uh, all right, first, I mean, let's go into a couple things that have been said already tonight. Uh, uh, oddly enough, uh, L. Bacon is mostly correct that I, I, I don't really prepare for individuals for this particular belt because I often don't find out until sometimes hours before the, the match who I'm going to be facing. Um, so I just concentrate on doing what I do and doing it as well as I can in the ring, regardless who is there. Um, the, uh, thankfully I am cognizant of the issues that judgment has been going through of late. So I, I'm not, I'm not going to fall into the trap of expecting him to be the same Happy go lucky, uh, lucky, happy go lucky, uh, you know, fool of the RAWF in the ring. I expect him to be serious, and I I'm going to take him seriously. Um, uh, at the end of the day, you know, he 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 thinks he you know, quote unquote, I'm holding the title for him. I think that that's funny because you know, while yes, he's had the title seven times. I've defended it more times successfully. So who's holding what for whom really? 
but it's great. I mean, it's fine. You know, he get, we get an opportunity because, you know, now, you know, he's been saying since I got the belt, he's been saying that I'm holding it for him and that he's coming for it. You know, he's made a lot of noise since I picked up this belt this last time. Um, and, you know, and yet never quite got himself in any kind of position to come after it, mind you. Uh, but, but then I make the open challenge and, and he makes his play. So, so good for him for trying. I, I appreciate that. Um, but he's going to find out once and for all who the true men's champion of this company is. And he's going to be very sad to learn that his name is Griffith. All right. And then, of course, the Hatfield and McCoy championship, defending that against the former champion, the person you took it off of in the Cougar. Uh, you know, Vacant and I have been talking about how we expect this to be a better match than the last time, than the last time you two faced off. Uh, what do you expect for the Cougs in this rematch from Philadelphia Freedom? I, I genuinely hope you're correct. Look, I, I don't know what was going on in Coog's head the last time we we faced for this title. I don't know. Uh, I guess something happened or she was distracted or she was sick or she had Ebola. I don't know. Um, but I will tell you that the person I faced in the ring is not the person I've watched win title after title in this company. So I, I am hoping I face the Cougs that I have seen since the day I got into this company, as opposed to the person I faced last month. Uh, okay. Fair enough. It should be a good night for you one way or another. Two big title defenses for the immortal Griffith. Uh, so, and, oh, I, here, I, the list, you know, potential opponents for next month, you know, that list that you, I, I know, do you keep a list? Of you know, do you keep a list of all the men in REWS that you may have to defend that title against next month? I mean, I I try to pay pay attention to it, yeah. Okay, well you can go ahead and scratch uh, the Teflon Sheik off. Just just scratch that off. As a matter of fact, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, you can delete him from any list. <laughs> I'm just saying because there is no way. And I do mean no way that I'm walking out of Cancun, Mexico without my hair tonight. There is no way, Sheik, that you will ever compete for the men's championship, at least through the Arsenal of the Month tournament, ever again. Once this night is over, you are through a major hit to Terror, Inc. And, uh, you know, I made sure that with it, with it well, you know, a totally unbiased referee, but still one that I know, uh, in case any other Terror, Inc. members decide to come down, I... I I have a feeling I got the equalizer in the stri- in the tight striped shirt there. Obviously, I'm going to be you know fair and unbiased in this, and you know, and, and it's clear why you chose me. It's because it's obvious that you know Terror Rink is going to try and, and interfere, and and who better to just slap them around like the peons they are than the person who does so every time he gets in the ring with them. So you know, and it's not like I don't have. I don't know if you scores to settle in there. So I'm kind of hoping they do come down so I can, I can deal with that riffraff. But, but, you know, but like I, like I said, in my, 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 uh, my post-show interview last night, look, um, uh, you know, people are trying to say like, Oh, I'm going to be biased. I'm going to do all these things. And you understand, you understand. I, I am a paragon of fairness. I, I, I will be as fair as big purple himself. I am going to call this right down the middle no shenanigans whatsoever, and I'm there to make sure that no shenanigans take place on the part of Terror Inc. at the same time. 
That's what I wanted. That that's all you're down there for, just to keep help exactly. you know, ma- maintain order, make sure that everything's right down the middle, fair, fair. Because I don't want Sheik having any excuses once this match is over. So I I even reread all of the rules so that when I go over the rules at the beginning of the match, I get them mm-hmm. all. I don't miss it. I wouldn't, you know, because sometimes as a wrestler, you know, you you forget about some of the intricacies. You you, you just you know you forget. So I made sure that like. You know, my, 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 my ref license is actually valid. I passed the test. Awesome. Good to know. See, Sheik's got nothing to complain about after I beat his ass tonight. All right. Thank you, Griff, very much. And good luck You're to welcome. you in your matches. I'll see you out there in the ring. Will do. I, by the way, I, I, I've decided I really like this, Taylor. Um, uh, so, uh, I ordered a whole bunch of these for for your reps so that they look better from now on because those like polyester rack hangers that you had them wearing were kind of tacky. Hmm. Just so you. Well, at least you didn't buy them all mermaid outfits. All right. Totally. Thank you. No. 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 That's all right. Ladies and gentlemen, the immortal Griffith defends the men's title tonight against Judgment, the Hatfield-McCoy title against the Cougar, and is the special guest referee in my match with the Teflon Sheik. (sighs) All right. Next up is our reigning world and platinum dragon champion. He is the one and only. Party going on back there. You you having a having a little fiesta before the big, yeah. before the big show. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I know we're in Mexico, but did you bring the Swedish bikini theme? Because they'd really like it here. Well, yeah, but they got they ate a little uh, uh, too many uh, rice and beans, and well, they got Montezuma's revenge. No good, no good, no good. But anyways. Um, so everybody's excited about their matches, and I just wanted to call in and see if there was anything uh, that you needed me to respond to since I got to the show late. I mean, well, not, not you, really. You've gotten a new nickname. What's that? You're now Mithras two times because you're on repeat mode this month. <laughs> a champion so nice, he's repeating it twice. See. Si. See. Si. All right. I like it. 
Was that Teflon I mean, Sheik there's... who came up with that? He comes no, up that's with me, these... actually. Oh, well, gracias, Timo. Because, you know, you had the exact same matches this month as you had last month. The Sheik would have to be clever to actually uh, come up with something like that, Mithras. I think we both well, know that that's not going to happen. I mean, that is why he has other people around him because he can't come up with stuff on his own. But that's that's neither here nor there. Uh, so Mithras, I mean, really nothing yeah. else to respond to. It's been pretty much, uh, you know, Maeve is Maeve is as prepared as she believes she can be, um, and uh, she's ready to come at you and try to take that world heavyweight championship. We know Paragon will be face feeling the same way. Uh, I mean, unless is there anything that hasn't been said? About these matches that you can think to say. Indeed, um, as you two get ready for your matches, there's no our matches. There's no doubt that you're tough. You wouldn't be in these matches if, if you weren't, frankly, the two toughest in RAWF. Sorry to everybody else. The fact is, that's the truth. Um, but tonight, when you're getting ready, you know, in the locker room in the back, when you've got maybe a moment alone when you're looking in the mirror, you might see a reflection, but it's not going to be yours. It's going to be, you know, a beast, an animal, the monster in the mirror, and that'll be me. And you know you're going to see me there, and you're going to wonder what's coming up tonight. And Maeve, you promised us a surprise. Well, I have a few surprises myself. So for the both of you, good luck. You're going to need it. All right, those are the final words before his two big matches from our World and Platinum Dragon champion, Mithras the Tile Machine. Mithras, good luck to you tonight. Thank you, sir. Good luck to you, too. I don't want to see any, like, loose blonde hair strands in the ring because, you know, that's, that's not cool. That's not going to happen. Cool. Don't, we don't have to worry about that. We don't have to worry awesome. about that. I'm glad to hear it. All right. Good luck to uh, Immortal Drift. Too, by the way. Yes, definitely, definitely. Good luck to him. <laughs> All right. At any rate, that was our world heavyweight champion, Lazio Mithras, the title machine, looking to defend both titles again successfully for the third or fourth for the fourth pay per view in a row. All right. So, with that being said, one last person to discuss with before we call it a night. He is challenging Hobo Ezekiel for the national championship. He needs no introduction, ladies and gentlemen. Caller, you are on the air. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable, the great Red Dragon. Good evening, Lord Amadeus. How are you doing tonight? Ow, did you just hit your head? That was not me. I have no... I, I, I think someone dropped a margarita glass over there. Don't know who... But anyway, it's a, it's a big party here in Cancun, Dragon. Oh, as well as you know. <laughs> as well you know, Dragon. Yes, it is. It's been, it's been... It's beautiful, beautiful weather down here and a beautiful night here in the stadium and you have um, the opportunity mm-hmm. to become the new national champion uh, when you take on Hobo Ezekiel. Hobo, I know, is around here somewhere out, to, out, in, the, uh, out in the stadium. Anything you have to say to Hobo Ezekiel? 
Well, first, I want to thank everybody at Cancun for being so hospitable to greatness. The moment I got here, L.A., they offered me a bunch of tequila, and I said, look, I don't drink alcohol before a match. And I said, if you've got something nice, you know, something flashy that tastes great, you know, I'll take that. And they all kind of snickered, you know, and they handed me this glass. And I've had eight of them, and I've I've asked them what it is, and they said something called uh, uh, Monta something Revenge. I don't know. But anyway, I feel, you know, I feel kind of full. But, you know, I'm having a great time down here getting some sun, you know, and it's great because I'm here. I'm going to seize every opportunity to be out here, and it feels like home. What? No, but anyways, it feels great out here, you know, and, you know, they really wanted me to drink some more, but I've had a, I feel great-ish, but um, for Hobo, you know, Hobo knows exactly what I'm going to do in this match. Am I scared, though? No, because, like I said, this is a great opportunity for me to put on the show of a lifetime out here. Come what may, it's going to be great. Ah, I can't wait to get out here because, you know, but there's going to be a lot of people that always say that it was Salmon else's fault for being out there and not doing a great show. But it's me that's going to put on the greatest match of the pay-per-view, because I am true, actual greatness. I've proven it over uh, every month, basically, since I've been back. And it's just going to be one more thing. But Hobo, like I said, he knows exactly what I'm going to do. He knows exactly what I'm going to do. But that doesn't scare me, because... I am going to that next level. (laughs) Hobo's not ready for the violence that we're going to do. See, down here in Cancun, they like not only the Lucha Libre stuff, but they also appreciate the hardcore matches. They also appreciate the persons and the individuals and the wrestlers that put Everything on the line, night in and night out. And that is what true greatness is. Something the rest can never do. But uh, I want to say thanks for coming. No, no, no. Pacifist. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable. The Great Red Dragon. Good luck, Dragon. You're welcome. <sighs> okay. If I hear an, if I ever hear another fish pun again, <clears throat> El Vacant. Before we go, <laughs> any final words for your fellow uh, fellow Mexicans? And any final words for Juan as you get ready to prepare for your first ever Lucha Libre match here in RAWF? See, the fans are on my side. I'm here for the first time fighting in Mexico in a very, very long time. 
you have called out the wrong person. Nobody can kelp you. <laughs> Thank you, El Vacant. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, this has been R.A.W.F. Tropical Aggression. Good luck to everybody uh, competing tonight in R.A.W.F. Our next pay-per-view is scheduled to go on September 20th. It is Cataclysm, R.A.W.F. Cataclysm from the Moda Center in Portland, Oregon. It will be September 20th. Mark your calendars now. Also, ladies and gentlemen, your radio, your rate for your radio listening pleasure tonight and here in about an hour and a half, tune in to Shits and Giggles, hosted by the Goddess of Pain, here in just about an hour and a half. Uh, so your your night of radio may not be over if you want if you want to go listen to some Shits and Giggles. All right, El Vacant, thank you very much for as always, great job co-hosting. Thank you to everyone who showed up. Thank you to everyone in RAWF, all my great GMs. Uh, worked very hard this month. I much, very much appreciate each and every one of them. For L Vacant, I am Lord Amadeus. We will see you all next Saturday night for RAWF After Hours, where we will talk more about the fallout from tropical aggression. L Vacant, say, say good night as only you can. After the bye bye, everyone. Remember, after the uh, after the event tonight, post revel uh, hosted on the beach out in front of uh, 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 what do you call it, uh, Senior Frogs, uh, hosted by uh, the El Vacant Taco Truck Company. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> good night. Good luck. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.